Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, with you for another Monday episode of Let's Ride, your Monday, Wednesday, Friday podcast. I thank you for joining me. I hope your week is off to a tremendous start, and we have a lot of stuff to talk about. No, not about my birthday on Saturday, which, by the way, let me just start the show by saying, all my ride-or-die crew that is on Twitter... And there's a pretty decent contingent out there that follow what I think. You can follow me yourself if you want. Go to at J Hartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T. And I'll tell you what, a couple of you remembered from listening to the show on Friday that it was my birthday on Saturday. I turned 38 years old. Um, And I just had a ton of people mention me on Twitter and say, happy birthday, happy birthday, hope you have a great day. Really makes a guy feel good. I appreciate all of you and all the people that take the time to listen to the show and be a part of that ride-or-die crew. And if you're on Twitter, use that hashtag because if worse comes to worse, people wonder, what in the heck is this and what are they talking about? And it'll funnel people back to the show. I did tease a little bit on Friday that there might be some big news coming up with this show. And there is some big news with this show. And I'm going to make that announcement on Wednesday. So make sure you tune in on Wednesday. It has to do with, I did bring up some interactive shows. I brought up earlier in this uh, month about how I'd love to get some Q&A with fans, talking to fans. Um, Going to try to make that happen, but you're going to have to tune in on Wednesday to get all the details. 
So, you know, the weekend that was outside of the fact that it was my birthday, honestly, there wasn't anything that happened. There was really no news. And sometimes no news is good news. The, the last thing that everyone is left to digest is Kevin Colbert's comments about Ben Roethlisberger, the NFL scouting combine, which will happen sort of just medical checks. It's not really going to happen. It's more just going to be pro days. But still, he did talk about that. He talked about his own contract and, and the state of the organization is with him as the, as the general manager. And I did a Tales, I'm not sorry, not Tales from 2 a.m. That was last week. This week I jumped on with the uh, Touchdown Under podcast with Maddie Peverell down in Australia. It was really weird talking to someone from the future because it was Sunday the 21st and it was the Saturday the 20th here in the uh, United States. But still, we had a great conversation and he talked about how is this kind of the calm before the storm for the Steelers? That was kind of the gist of the entire show. And it got me thinking... And he asked me this question throughout the show, which was, well, what's next? Like, what is next for the Steelers? And I gave him my thoughts, of course. But And you can check out that podcast anywhere where you have uh, get your podcast, search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, and you'll find us. Subscribe, follow, do whatever you have to do so that you don't miss a thing. And I thought to myself, what a great way to start this podcast on Monday, my Let's Ride podcast, than by saying, well, where did the Steelers go from here? Here we are. February 22nd, Monday, where do the Steelers go from here? What's coming up? What should we be looking out for? And to steal Maddie's headline a little bit, truly I do believe this is the calm before the storm. I think that not just the not just for the Steelers by the way, but for the across the entire National Football League, they are about to undergo some crazy crazy days because if the salary cap, which we'll talk about that in a second, if the salary cap does indeed uh, go down, you're going to see a lot of teams, not just the Steelers. I, for some reason, I feel like there's this perception out there among Steeler fans that they have the worst cap situation in the league. They don't. They're not in a good situation, but they don't have the worst situation either. So I don't want everyone to just think all of a sudden, well, you know, the Steelers, they're they're done because they, they can't do this. No, that's not the case. They have a bad cap situation. I'm not telling you that it's a good one. The bad cap situation, but by no way, straight, they're not in the worst situation. No way, shape, or form. Okay, so where do they go from here? What should fans expect coming up? Well, we only have about a week left in February. I think the only thing that could happen between now and when the new year, the new league year starts in March, I think you might see a potential retirement be announced when you think about the fact that maybe someone like Alejandro Villanueva. Maybe he decides to call it a career. Maybe David DeCastro. I've brought him up multiple times on this show and other shows that you look around and he might look around the room and he might say, well, let's go back to the core group that he originally, you know, really was close with. Marcus Gilbert's gone, been gone for a while. Ramon Foster, gone, retired last season. Marquise Pouncey, gone, retired this season. His buddy, Matt Filer, who he's gotten to know over the last few years, he could be gone as a free agent. Alejandro Villanueva, he could be gone as a free agent or if he calls it a career. And so David DeCastro might be looking around saying, what, in, what is it? Who are, what is this? What, not, this is not, nothing against Kevin Dodson, nothing against Chooksakor for Zach Banner, Gerald Hawkins, even though most of those players I just named are going to be free agents, but still he might say, I, I'm done. It's done enough. 
uh, I've enjoyed my career. I want to have, enjoy my life after football. I don't know. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I actually think he's going to play. But maybe you get a, a retirement. Clearly, the name on everyone's list is Ben Roethlisberger. What does Ben Roethlisberger do? I don't think Roethlisberger is going to make that decision, though, coming up in the next few weeks. I just don't think it's going to happen that early. I would be shocked if it happens that early. So what else could happen? Outside of the potential retirements, I think you might see an extension or two. The Steelers are going to have to be extremely creative to create salary cap space, and by doing so, that you're looking at possible restructuring contracts for players like Stefan Tuitt, Cam Hayward, who got a new deal last year. Those are possibilities. You can also look at extensions for someone like Ben Roethlisberger, which we've talked about that ad nauseum. And if they give him a two-year extension, they give him a signing bonus. It decreases his $41 million cap hit for this year. It defers a lot of the, the cap hit to the next two years, in which case they would be able to absorb those better after the 2021 season. Also, a player like Joe Hayden could get an extension. If you want to keep Joe Hayden around and you don't want to pay him the $7-plus million that he's due in 2021, you give him an extension and do the same thing. I do want to say something real quickly about Joe Hayden. And this is something I brought up on the Touchdown Under podcast, and I'll say it here because I just I felt that it was smart, and I can't take full credit for it. Some I was in a conversation with someone on Twitter, and we kind of were hashing things out together. You know, everyone wants to say, well, Joe Hayden doesn't have that many years left in terms of uh, playing at a top-tier level. I do think he has a few years left, but even if he does start to struggle on the outside, Hayden would be a great player that I think could turn into like a Deshae Townsend type. Put him in the slot, even move him to safety a la Carnell Lake, uh, that's a possibility for him. And so if you do extend him, it's not as if you're expecting him to be a Pro Bowl, All-Pro cornerback for the duration of that contract. He, If he's willing to, which I think he would be, he could definitely move around the defense and be a versatile piece for Keith Butler. But those extensions could happen. They could happen. So then what is next? Well, the salary cap number is going to have to be figured out. And this is the giant elephant in the room that no one really wants to talk about, yet everyone's sort of trying to figure it out. No one knows. We're just getting bits and pieces here and there. We're finding out that the salary cap floor was moved from $175 million to $180 million. That's good news. That means that the league is looking at things, they're looking at revenue, and they're saying, I think we're going to be able to say that for, for sure, we're not going to have to dip that salary cap below 180. That's a step in the right direction. It's better than them saying we're going to need to adjust it to 165 or 170 compared to moving it up to 180. So that's a good sign. Now, then there's the report that the NFL went to their TV affiliates. Now, the, the ESPN deal, which is technically Disney because Disney owns ESPN, ABC, they went to Disney and said, we want you, Fox, NBC, CBS, we want to get new deals done. We want to try to have them coincide with the collective bargaining agreement. And we want you all to double your last contract. So in other words, we're asking double what you signed for the last time. And so I, from what I've read online, Fox, CBS, NBC, they sounded like, you know what? We got it. We're on board. And you might be thinking, that's insane. That is insane that they would want that. They'd give that much money. But at the same time, in t- this is the NFL wanting a 10-year contract. If they get that 10-year contract, 10 years down the road, 
we all might be looking back saying, what a steal of a deal. Because with the new, you know, think about legalized gambling, that's going to cause more people to watch. NFL viewership has only gone up, even in the pandemic, even in an election cycle, which history shows us that during an election year in the United States, viewership typically goes down. I think that the NFL, they can get this deal done, but there's a thorn in the side of the league right now, and that is Disney. Disney does not want to pay that much money. They have to pay more than the other companies because they have Monday Night Football. I read somewhere, I think it's $1.9 billion a year they're paying right now, and they have no interest in going to $3.8 billion a year to keep Monday Night Football. Does that mean they give up Monday Night Football? Does that mean that they take ESPN off of certain things? We don't know. But this is a huge piece of the puzzle for the salary cap this season. If the if the NFL could get all of their TV affiliates, and by the way, the contract with ESPN, Disney, expires in, at the end of 2021. The other companies expires at the end of 2022. So they're trying to get everyone on the same page. They're trying to get these new deals done. Not sure if it's going to happen. If they don't get them done, that's bad news for this year's salary cap. So again, the league is trying their best to get things locked up. But the absolute worst case scenario is that the teams will not find out the cap number until days before the new league year starts. So put yourself in Kevin Colbert's shoes. The Pittsburgh Steelers are in a tough spot with a salary cap. That's widely known. And all of a sudden, you're wondering, what do you think the salary cap's going to be? He's probably talking to Mike Tomlin, to Omar Khan, to Art Rooney II. Hey, guys, what are we going to do if it goes to 180? Let's just do that. And they probably have to have all these plans in place wondering, if it's at 180, what do we have to do? If it's at 185, what do we have to do? What if it goes to 190? Or what if it stays at 198, which is where it was in 2020? These are all things that are going to make their job that much more difficult. And Kevin Colbert said this when he spoke to the media last week, that he's the uncertainty surrounding the salary cap has the team wondering how they're going to be able to do anything. They don't know what they can do. Because you just don't know what that number is. There are moves that are going to have to be made no matter what, i.e. Ben Roethlisberger, Joe Hayden, players of that ilk. But ultimately, they need to figure out what that cap number is. Once that number is released, then you start the free agent tampering period, which is March 15th. This is when NFL teams are legally allowed to contact agents, talk to players. And I honestly say that this has stolen a lot of thunder off of the new league year, which starts March 17th. It used to be that whatever date the new year, new league year fell on, it was exciting because you would check Twitter, but breaking news, the Steelers are interested in signing, I don't know, uh, XYZ free agent. They're in talks. And then, oh, here comes another team, and they're, in, they're getting involved, and rumors are swirling. Those rumors still happen, but they happen two days earlier. And so when the league year rolls around, Almost all the deals are done. All those top tier free agents are signed. They've got, it's just as a formality. It's when they can officially submit the contract to the league, the league takes it and they finalize it. That's what March 17th or the first day of the new league year has turned into. But still with free agency, the Steelers, they're one of those teams that's in the negative in terms of their 
they're on the wrong side of the salary cap, how active can they even be? They've never been a team that is going to be super active on the first day in the first wave of free agency. Now, they have the last few years they've made some moves. You think about Steven Nelson. Last year was Derek Watt. That, that was their, we won them on day one, and they went out and they got Derek Watt as a free agent, and we all know that they didn't use him properly, and they didn't, whatever. He was banged up a lot still. And then once free agency dies down, and by the way, that the NFL draft is not until the end of April going into the beginning of May. So they have a lot of time between free agency starting and the NFL draft. I fully expect, because if, if we are going to sit here and suggest that the NFL salary cap is going to put a lot of teams in dire straits, I fully expect the Steelers to be a team that's going to be making moves up until the draft. They might not be big players in the early portions of free agency. Steeler fans are going to feel like the kids at Christmas who have to just stare and watch all their friends and family members open presents and they have none to open themselves. And it's going to be a a crappy feeling, call it like it is. But I think that leading up to the draft, they're going to find a lot of good value in players that were forced to be released because they are also in a similar situation as the Steelers. So let's say the Steelers, you know, you have to cut a player like Joe Hayden because of the salary cap implications. There's going to be other types of players like that that are released from their teams, and the Steelers might be able to get them on the cheap for maybe a one or two year deal because some of these mid range free agents or players that are cut, cap casualties, they're going to be finding a home. And then obviously the 2021 NFL draft is when the Steelers are going to hopefully finalize their roster. And then after that, you're in May, you're talking about uh, your rookie mini camps, you're talking about mini camp itself, your organized team activities. And remember, the league itself did say that some of the virtual stuff is going to continue into next season. So will we actually see the players reporting for a mandatory minicamp? No one knows right now. No one knows right now. I do think a lot of that stuff can be done virtually, but I would hope, I would hope that the coaching staff and the competition committee would say, I understand the risk. We just got through 2020. We just played an entire season and we didn't have to cancel any games. We had to move some, but we didn't have to cancel any games. We can bring our players in we should be able to have rookie minicamp. We should be able to have mandatory minicamp. OTAs during certain phases, we should be able to have players in the building. It should be We've proven it can be done safely, so let's find a way to get it done. Players don't want it. I know that. Everyone knows that. Go back and read Aaron Rodgers' comments prior to the collective bargaining agreement being signed in 2019. He didn't want any off-season workouts because he's a veteran. But I think that it's very clear that last season, if it taught us anything... There is some value in the preseason. There is some value in those workouts, especially for the young players, the rookies, to get acclimated. So that's what's going to be coming up from here. That's what's going to be coming up here for the Steelers. You have those potential retirements, maybe some extensions. Got to figure out that salary cap number. The new league year starts, the tampering period, free agency, and then obviously leading up to the culminating event, as I would call it, of the offseason, and that is the NFL draft. So that's what's coming up for the Steelers. We'll see what happens. We're going to be with you every step of the way, myself on Let's Ride, uh, everyone else on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Check it out. It should be a one-stop shop for all things Steelers. And, of course, our entire podcast platform. But you know what? Coming up after this break, we're going to play a little game, a little game that I created called One, Both, or None, a Steelers version. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the second segment of Let's Ride. I'm Jeff Hartman, your host, the leader of the Ride or Die crew, hashtag Ride or Die crew. Thank you for all those out there that are hanging tough with me throughout this offseason. Been some news. There's been some days where it hasn't been a lot of news. The one thing I want to talk about today, I want to play a little game. I feel like I should have some music queued up, and it's welcome to one, both, or none with your host, Jeff Hartman. I feel like I need that kind of introduction. Maybe I just gave it to myself. I don't know. For as I sit here and talk to myself in my office for 30 minutes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but still, here's the premise of the game. You are going to sit there, wherever you're listening, whether you're on a treadmill, you're sitting in your car, you're driving, you got your, your, your ear pods on in, and you're on a bus. I don't know what you do when you listen to my show. I'm just glad that you're listening to my show. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I'm going to list two free agents. These are pending free agents for the Steelers. And I want you to ask yourself, would you keep one? And in which case, which one would you keep? Do you keep both or do you keep none? That's the premise of one, both or none, folks. And let's throw it back to Jeff Hartman, your host. All right, let's get this show. I'm really full of myself today. Let's get this show started with, I think, the most difficult one, both or none for the Pittsburgh Steelers entering this offseason, I put this on Twitter, and it got well over 1,500 votes, and it was really, really close. That's a really good discussion in the comments as well on this tweet and this poll, and that is, if you had to keep one, both, or none, Mike Hilton or Cam Sutton, this is a tough one. So as I'm going through this, you think to yourself, should the Steelers keep one, both, or none? I'd love for the Steelers to keep both. I just don't know if they can afford both because Mike Hilton is going to be expensive, Cam Sutton, I feel like, is going to be cheaper. So my heart hopes that they can keep both. But I don't think they're going to be able to keep both. I think they're only going to be able to keep one, and I think that one is going to be none other than Cam Sutton. I think that's because he's versatile. He can play outside. If they had to get rid of someone like a Joe Hayden, he could play on the outside. He can also play the slot. Is he the tackler like Mike Hilton? Is he the blitzer like Mike Hilton? No. But I don't think they necessarily need that. So although my heart says I hope they, if they could find a way to keep both, like Pro Football Focus predicted, I would be in hog heaven. But my head's telling me they're not going to be able to keep both. They're only going to be able to keep one, and I think that's Cam Sutton. All right, the next on one, both, or none, Juju Smith-Schuster or James Conner. Now, if I had to pick one of these pending free agents, Juju Smith-Schuster or James Conner, which would I pick? I would want to keep Juju Smith-Schuster because I think even though – the brand stuff and the dancing and the TikTok can be a little annoying and it can get under my skin a little bit. I think that he provides more value than James Conner. That's just me speaking as a fan. If I were to predict one, both, or none for this group, 
Well, I think it's going to be none. I don't think the Steelers are going to be able to find any way to keep Juju Smith-Schuster or that they want to necessarily bring back James Conner. If they brought back Conner, it would not be the end of the world for me. It would have to be the right price. You cannot pay this guy to be a a, a top-tier running back, nor do I think he would necessarily ask to be a top-tier running back. But Juju Smith-Schuster is a type of player that throughout his rookie contract has done enough that he's going to actually probably get a contract offer that is one that the Steelers cannot match. The Steelers should try to bring Juju back, and I would expect Kevin Colbert to go, hey, Juju, slide the paper across the table. Once you look at that number there, Juju, that number, that's the best we can do. That's the best we can do. So we're going to let you go test the waters. I want you to keep this number. Keep it in your back pocket. Always have it with you. Because remember how good you have it here. And remember the team that drafted you. And let's see if we can make something happen. If you get a better deal, we understand. If we get it, if you get the better deal, we get it. We understand you're going to want to get paid. But let's just uh, remember that. I think that's what the Steelers are going to do. And I don't think they're going to be able to sign him back. So on that one, as much as I'd love to have him bring Juju back, I think that's going to be a none in this game of one, both, or none. Let's go to the next one on one, both, or none. Zach Banner or Big Al Alejandro Villanueva. This is a an interesting one. I did mention that Big Al could retire. Wouldn't be shocked if he did retire. But there's a lot of people that are projecting him to get a pretty big contract. Uh, Pro Football Focus said he was going to go to L.A. for the with the Chargers. He's a still a he's still a really good left tackle. He just don't they don't grow on trees. And someone that has the experience of Villanueva, he's not a great run blocker, but I do think he's still a really good pass blocker. In my heart, as a fan, I would love for them to be able to keep Big Al. I like Big Al. He's a great story. The Steelers with the team that gave him a shot really trans transitioned him to left tackle. If you think about after after Army, he was a tight end. Okay, so he, he's in Army, he's a tight end. He serves our country in the military. He comes back. The Philadelphia Eagles sort of give him a chance, a defensive line. The Steelers pick him up, turn him over to an offensive tackle. Just a tremendous story. I just don't think they're going to be able to sign him. Zach Banner, though, I do think they're going to be able to sign him. And so as I, this isn't just me, I'd love to keep Big Al, but I just don't think they're going to be able to. In terms of one, both, or none, I think it's a one, and I think that one is Zach Banner. I think Banner is going to be, and this is something I wrote for the website, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. You can go read the article. That Zach Banner is a player that the Steelers have plans for. They think that he's actually going to be a guy that he could maybe, I don't know if he's a left tackle. A lot of fans on Twitter, when I brought this up, they said, there's no way he's a left tackle. I I think that if anything, Chooks Okorafor is more comfortable on the left side than the right so you maybe move Chooks to the left. Zach Banner won that right tackle spot before uh, 2020, and then he tore his ACL in week one. So he, you know he can play right tackle. You know that they like him enough there. They were going to let him start last season. I think that if you have Banner and for you have some decent bookend tackles there. All right, next one is a little special teams action. Sean Davis or Jordan Dangerfield? Sean Davis or Jordan Dangerfield, both are unrestricted free agents. One, both, or none is the question. One, both, or none. You know, Sean Davis, I was definitely of the ilk that when they brought him back, I was really excited because I said, what a weapon this guy could be for the Steelers' defense. He can play both safety positions. 
If you remember his rookie season after they took him out of Maryland, he played in the slot as a cornerback. And I thought, man, this guy could be like a weapon that they haven't seen in a long time. And then he didn't play. Well, maybe he's getting acclimated back with the Steelers' defense, still figure it out, and then he didn't play. And then it was, okay, he's going to get a shot to play in Week 17 when uh, you know, the, the Terrell Edmonds wasn't playing, and he just didn't look that great, but he hadn't played. He was a special teams guy, and that's all Jordan Dangerfield was. He was a special teams captain. So one, both, or none on this one is tough for me. Because I think if they could bring back both, and if Sean Davis is actually healthy, which I'm not so sure, and I know Jeffrey Benedict, just from speaking with him via Slack in our Slack channel, he he was swore up and down that Sean Davis was hurt last season, that his shoulder injury that he suffered his last year in Pittsburgh before he went to Washington, that it was still lingering. So if he's healthy, I would love for this team to bring both of them back. Because I do think that Davis is good quality depth, He proved that he can play special teams. Jordan Dangerfield was a special teams captain for a reason, folks. So with all that said, that's just me saying as a fan, I hope they could bring them both back, but I don't think that's going to be the case. I think the Steelers are going to stick with Dangerfield. It's there's in terms of one, both or none. I have this being a one and it's Jordan Dangerfield being the guy that actually gets a contract and Sean Davis will test the ult- the um, free agent waters again for the second time, second straight year actually. And maybe if he doesn't get it, if no one bites on him, maybe the Steelers bring him back on the cheap. But in terms of their priorities, I think it's a one and I think it's Dangerfield. Now the next one, we have two more. The next one is one that we've already talked about one player, but not so much when you talk about him compared to another. That would be that one player would be Zach Banner. And the player we haven't mentioned is Matt Filer. So Matt Filer played guard the last two seasons, but he's former tackle. This is a situation where Banner and Filer, Filer is going to be a free agent for the first time in his career. And I think that Filer is actually going to have some market value to him. I think that Matt Filer, because he can play guard, because he can play tackle, people are going to look at that and say, I actually think this guy would be a good addition to our offensive line versatility in the National Football League, it's not just a Pittsburgh Steelers thing. Mike Tomlin values versatility, especially along the offensive line, as much as anyone, but that's not just Mike Tomlin. That's not just the Steelers. That's every NFL team. And so if you're asking yourself, well, I already said that I think Banner is going to be back, but if it's between Banner and Filer, what do you do? Well, if Filer is going to be tackled, that's one thing. Because then you're looking at Chooks and Filer, I think that would be a pretty good pretty good lineup but how much is it going to cost and is filer going to want to play guard and if he's going to want to play guard why would you make that move because you have kevin dotson we were all screaming at the rooftops when the steelers had matt filer on injured reserve take him off injured reserve and start him over dotson even though dotson had been the better player for the majority of the season in this case it's going to be one both or none i'm going to go with one and i'm going to stick with banner i think that filer has extreme value but it's going to be so much value that he's going to price himself out of Pittsburgh. Plain and simple. Uh, Pro Football Focus had Filer going to the Jets. I'm not sure if that's his landing spot, but there will be a team out there that'll say, I like this guy's versatility and they sign him. And I don't think Pittsburgh's going to be able to keep him, nor do I think they necessarily need to keep him if they can get Banner on the cheap. And coming off an ACL tear, you would expect that to happen. 
All right, last one. Two different positions, but two defenders here. And let's go with Avery Williamson or Tyson Alawalu. I think immediately people are probably like, Jeff, why are you even talking about this? It's Alawalu because Alawalu is coming off a great season. And I get it. Alawalu is also an aging veteran. Williamson is younger. I think Alawalu plays a position the Steelers could easily bring someone up or just fill his spot, whether it's internally or bringing someone else in. I think Williamson plays a position that he is needed necessarily. And let's be honest, I view Williamson a lot like Vince Williams. And Vince Williams is a player that a lot of folks are thinking could be a cap casualty. If you can sign Avery Williamson on the cheap, that now makes Vince Williams expendable because I feel like they're one and the same. Williamson is just younger. You put Williamson next to Bush, they'll be fine. Just like if you put Williams next to Devin Bush, he'll be fine. They play well with a, against or next to a guy that is extremely athletic. You saw what happened when Williamson or Vince Williams was not next to a Devin Bush type. Wasn't pretty. So in this case, Williamson or Alawalu, one, both, or neither. Who am I taking? I'm going to go with one, and I think it's going to be Alawalu, believe it or not. Although I think the Steelers could actually make a play for Williamson for the reasons that I stated. For the reason that I stated. If they could keep them both, I think the defense will be better off. Williamson got a bad rap. Everyone was always down on the guy. I'm not saying he was ever in a position that he could actually play the game that he's capable of playing. People say he was bad in coverage. So is Vince Williams. People said all he's good at is stopping the run. So is Vince Williams. It's one of those situations where when you put him next to a guy that's as, as, as athletic as Devin Bush... It makes them a completely different player, and they fit into the scheme just perfectly. So there was, there you had it, the first uh, first episode, whatever you want to call it, the first, uh, first go at one, both, or none. Thanks for playing. I hope that you all were sitting there listening and thinking, which one would you keep, or would you not keep any, or would you keep both? A little fun little practice there for you. I hope you have a great Monday. I hope that this got your Monday off to a great start, or if you're checking it out in the afternoon, I hope it was a great day. Make sure you check me out on Wednesday for that big announcement as well as our mailbag segment. So if you want to be a part of the mailbag segment on Tuesday, find me on Twitter at jhartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T. I'll put out the tweet, leave your comment, and I will answer it on Wednesday's podcast. Folks, as we always finish it, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great day. Go Steelers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.